Welcome to Talk Block. To the T-Bead. Yes, welcome welcome back, hopefully. Or welcome first time, actually. I never think about that. I assume it's the same exact people listening every week. No, the numbers show that there's new listenership. So hi, hi, new people. Yeah, welcome. In case you don't know, we, we have people tell funny stories. Yeah. And then we... Or sometimes their stories are... You know, not always funny. It's an anecdote, yeah. amusing of some general kind. We try and make it funny by interjecting. Yeah, that's what we do here. Blocking their talk. Yeah, block it. Essentially. Yeah. We've got a, a guest today. Indeed we do. Miss Carrie. Oh, Carrie. Carrie's been having a really, really bad time with relationships. Aw. And so she wanted to share some of those stories. Yeah. I think it's really a cry for help. <laughs> you could, you know, do you, do you think that possibly she was didn't want to admit she wanted our advice but that's what she was doing anyway like she's maybe just didn't want to like say hey hey guys you seem like you have a a good handle on things and can you give me some advice yeah i think what she did was she's been listening to the episodes and she knows that we are sage <laughs> we're sagacious with our yeah with, with our, our knowledge <laughs> of all things yeah life related oh it's true so we have all the answers to everything. She's going to get some relationship advice. Oh, yeah, it's true. Whether or not she's asking for it. Actually. Unwarranted, <laughs> most likely. Yeah, like, yeah, you know, I'm one to espouse the advice to people quite a bit. So, well, I, I mean, would... we both like, obviously, we've been married. Yes. We've been in relationships for a while. True. She, I think at the time. I, we've, she... <laughs> we've also fucked many things up getting here, too. Yes. Yes. Many <laughs> b- bridges were burned along the way. <laughs> Inadvertently, yeah, or to our own. Oh, you know, we're a holes. It's cool. She's uh, she's younger, twenty four, I think, at the time when she decided to uh, part ways with her her first boyfriend, with her man's high school sweethearts. That's pretty gnarly. How many times does that ever really work out? I can think of two. My brother is actually um reconnected with his high school sweetheart. They're dating again. Oh, okay. So, but they're not married or anything. Well, you know, I think it's uh one of those things when you're young you don't know jack shit yeah about yourself no about life thought i did well i still think i know everything <laughs> yeah i knew everything then i just didn't know anything then it yeah took took it took a lot of dumbness to figure that out a lot of jumping out of cars and walking home aimlessly <laughs> frustrated into the night eh, you know you do what you do both guilty <laughs> I did that recently. What am I talking about? <laughs> so, I'm what people call a serial monogamist. I dated my high school sweetheart for four years, then someone else for over a year. Last January, I ended a four-year relationship that was definitely headed towards marriage. I'm not sure which issue was the nail in the coffin. The fact that he couldn't maintain steady work, or the fact that he still lived with his parents, or the fact that after all this time, he still hadn't gotten a driver's license. Well, actually, no, it wasn't any of these matters straight away. It was the fact that when I tried to get him to make a plan with me, talk to me about our future together, tell me when things were going to progress, his response was, why would I talk to you about that stuff? You're not my mom. Now, the thing that I find very interesting when she's trying to talk about life plans with this high school sweetheart yeah, in terms of... Where are we gonna be in life? Yeah. Where are we gonna live? Like laying out the plan. Like here's here's the strategy. Here's here's the direction we should head as a team. What religious denominations should we raise our children? Episcopalian, obviously. 
Baptist Southern. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Or, it seemed like they have more fun. Or SUNY. I don't know. One of those three. Those are your three options. He doesn't want to talk about these things with her. Why would he? Apparently, he only talks about these sort of things with his mommy. Well, a mother's love, you know? I don't know. I don't I didn't talk about <laughs> that kind of shit with no. my mom. No. No. Maybe these plans involve his mom. Ooh, that's like, like um... Like maybe they wanted to start a podcast, like a mother like, and son podcast. Just like an Oedipal thing, like an Oedipal cop podcast. Yeah, and they're just talking about. It all ties back to misappropriated romance, <laughs> <laughs> but it just never seems to pan out. No, no, but yeah, like hey, uh, so my yeah. I wonder if he, I wonder if the irony being if he tells his mother that his girlfriend wants to have these annoying conversations about their future. Like, does he tell that part to his mother? Yeah. Like, fuck, oh, mom. mom. Listen to this shit. Carrie's bringing up, she wants me to get a job. Fuck. She's giving me a hard time oh. about my driver's license. Yeah. You know I don't like driving on the freeway. You know driving's for other people, right, mom? She just doesn't get it. <laughs> Will you go make me a sundae? She <laughs> or a taquito plate? Or a kielbasa sausage. <laughs> Nice, I like what you did there. <laughs> well, he was telling me we were going to get married soon, but he couldn't grasp the massive amount of work we had to do to reach that goal. He still had so much growing up to do, and at that point I'd been living independently for six years, and I wanted a husband, not a child. So I ended it. I was 24, single for the first time in 10 years, and I had no idea what I was doing. How do you date as an adult? <laughs> My typical drunk night at the arcade was not going to cut it. Lucky me, Tinder had just come out, so I started to fill my schedule with dudes. It didn't seem strange that I had a different guidebook for every other day. I was just copying what my friends were doing. They didn't take it seriously, and neither did I. So after being frustrated yeah. in this day and age, there's one superb option for meeting people. Tinder. Tinder. Tender Tinder. It's an app for your phone for your, yeah. where you can go and meet people. I think she points out, Carrie points out that she didn't really take it that seriously. Yeah. And I have problems with that. Yeah. Because it seemed to be the the means of usage for her and her friends. Yeah. Which, so they're out there on the Tinders. They're probably breaking some hearts. Oh, it's so sad. They're not swiping the right way on some potential life mates if you if i'm unfamiliar with the tinders if you swipe certain directions it means certain things yeah i think if you swipe right it's like you like them and if you swipe left you're like no thanks pass what if if you do like a swirly a swirly bird with your finger i don't know what that does oh Uh, you know what's interesting about (laughs) tinder yeah and for all you gentlemen listening ladies too but more so the gentlemen i will give you a nugget of truth and a little bit of a hint to get the most out of Tinder. Yes. It's called being honest with yourself. Ooh. Okay. That's what's well, that's, I think that first of all, before we go any farther, I think that's usually a good piece of advice in almost any form of dating. Yeah, but you know what the internet people <laughs> think like, oh, I'm a... Like, create this fake, like, version of themselves. That or, you know, they're able to say things that they normally wouldn't say, oh, like, in yeah. public, you know. Like the, like the comment types of people. Yeah, it... it it crosses that bridge also into dating, right? Yeah, makes sense. Because I've seen some dudes that I know that are on the Tinder. Yeah, dudes are right? shit. Dudes are shit. They're shady. swiping these girls. 
If we're gonna do it on a number scale, mm -hmm. some of these girls are probably six. Yeah. Seven. Gotcha. These dudes are probably twos. If that. <laughs> and it's like, if you're honest with yourself. Yeah. And you're swiping what is in your gene pool. I get what you're saying. You're gonna get a lot more out of it. I get what you're saying. Like these guys are just they're just shooting for the stars. Yeah. Assuming that they're, they just deserve like the hot girl or some, for right. some reason, even though they are they don't put the effort into themselves to be to be um, quite as presentable. Is that is that where you're going exactly. with this? Exactly. Now, right. if All you right. are a two, fair enough. With abs and a kitten. <laughs> Then that might work out better, gotcha. but in gotcha. that extreme circumstance, I think none of those guys are. So that's my little tidbit here. Fair enough. I like that. But Honestly. take it serious. Look in the mirror. Yeah. I developed a routine. I invited all my first dates to a pool hall just a few blocks from my apartment. I knew the bartenders, and they'd always book us for the table closest to the front so they could keep an eye on us. I was happy to have witnesses around because I met a lot of weirdos. One guy and I were having a good enough conversation. And I finished a statement by saying, I'm serious. And he said, I know you are because you raise your eyebrows when you're serious. My eyebrows went even higher as he proceeded to list off all of my facial tells and what they meant. We'd only met 20 minutes ago. For the rest of the date, I could feel him staring at me so hard it started to burn. There was no second date. On a different date, I hugged the guy goodbye. There was no chemistry there, so I had been careful not to give him any kind of signals all night. No matter, he was taller than me, and when I tried to pull away from the goodbye hug, he clamped my arms down. I tried to pull my face as far away as possible, and he gave me the most awkward kiss I'd had in years. There was no second date. I don't know what she's really trying to expect. Yeah. Like, you guys on Tinder are looking... Not for friends. For, for girls that are DTF. Yeah, definitely not friends. Right. They're not, that, DTF does not st stand for down to friend. Down to friend. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> so when you're meeting, you know, your new friend. beckoning gentleman, <laughs> and you want to hang out, like these guys are just trying to find the shortest route from <clears throat> A to Pantalone. That's the A to Pantalonis, but butthole works too. Yeah, it's just let, let's get it done, <clears throat> right? Oh, and yeah, so yeah. there's a, there's a lot of bullshit involved in terms of fronting, and, and then it's like, oh, you want to be friends? Well, look, my dick wants to be friends too. Yes. That, is that how it goes? Yes. That's what I figured. With your vagina. <laughs> or poopy. <laughs> your poopy. Or, or your talk box. Your talk box. My, my dick needs friends. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I'm hearing through this whole thing. That's all that's going into my brain. On a different date, I suggested we hit trivia after I got out of work. My date insisted we do trivia in a different town an hour earlier, despite the difference from my job and timing of the end of my shift, causing me to miss the first hour of trivia. When I finally arrived, he admitted that he didn't have a car and wanted to go to this trivia because he lived across the street. He also brought a friend who actually talked to me more than my date did. Worst of all, he was shit at trivia. There was no second date. Would I turn down a girl based on their pop culture knowledge? Or yeah, if they or fucking didn't know shit about lack trivia, pop culture. Yeah, you know me. You would, a, yeah, I wouldn't even, even get there. She was no. like, uh, I don't read books, and I'm not really into medieval lore <laughs> and yeah, Roman yeah. history. Yeah. I really just like Britney Spears yeah. and um, Real Housewives. Yeah, no. That, well, It wouldn't go that far with you. No, it would not. 
unless uh, her mouth was into no, medieval lore. But I probably wouldn't get <laughs> if she could discuss it. No, like just you can like. No, visualize. I get it. I get it. Like, like an, I'm waiting to make the Excalibur joke somewhere in there, but I'm not doing it somewhere. We're because we're big in pop culture. We're, you we and drop I, little bombs. Yeah, it's kind of our. We definitely like have our expansive knowledge of 80s and 90s movies that we throw yeah. into like every single day conversation. So good that. Several years ago, we tried out for VH1. Yeah, we, we uh, World Series of Pop Culture. Yeah, we had a team. Yeah, yeah. We it was did. up and we had to go up to like some hotel in yeah, Hollywood. Hollywood. Yeah, with what we call the Pork Chop Express. Yeah, we ate at the Apple Pan before. We did eat at the Apple Pan. It was before. so good, really good. Like a bacon cheeseburger <laughs> and a slice of coconut cream pie. <laughs> yeah, and then um, I do. I, I what I remember most is your um, encyclopedic knowledge of of Baywatch. Was, yeah. was was I came was in strong. handy. I was strong came there. In handy. <laughs> we brought Arturo with us. Arturo came and he's a he's a sports guy, so yeah. he, he knows. We thought we had all our bases covered. Yeah, we, we got did. music. We got we got the rock and roll pop history. We had the movies, movies covered between all of us, and then we got the sports with Arthur. You know what we don't do well with? Gilmore Girls. Gilmore Girls. I don't even know. Like I'd never seen. And it. it it made sense at the time because when we're there, like a lot of these teams had like females or at least one girl. Maybe yeah. that's their ringer. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, exactly. But we get there and we had to take a written exam. Yeah. That was and I was like, I would say twenty five percent of the questions were female oriented, like yeah. Sex in the City. Yeah. And we were like all just that kind of shit. And I'm like, just I don't staring at each other. I pick C for all of them because <laughs> C is like when you're taking a test. Yeah, I recall. Like I've seen summer school. Yeah, it's <laughs> for some reason. Needless to say, we didn't make it on we the show. We didn't make the cut. After a few more wildly uncomfortable experiences, I decided I should pursue friendships instead. I deleted Tinder and turned to Reddit. I made a post looking for friends only to explore this great city of Los Angeles as friends. You understand I was just looking for friends, right? I could not have been more clear in my posts. If you're listening to this and you're a girl and you're doing this and you're like, I made this friend, like he's he's not there to make friends. No. He's not. He's no no, it, uh, no. I don't usually speak in such wide strokes or like just like hyperbolic know-it-all of just like every single guy. I don't usually speak in those terms. In you're not this, being esoteric about this. It's in, just straightforward. In you. this term, I mean it 100%. No, no one's on there looking for a friend. Girls may be looking for No, 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 guy. I'm, I'm saying no guy. I, girls, I'm sure. I, we have a we have the story of a girl right here. And any guy that says he's looking for friends is, looking, is a fucking liar. He's a liar. He's probably one of those emo nerds that's all self-absorbed. Like, yeah, he's, oh, I'm a feminist. Yes. I'm really into women's rights. How can I put it in your butt? I want to be your friend. <laughs> and I'm going to do all these romantic things yeah. that make you want to vomit. He's, he's, he's thinking that it's going to get me into your pants. Which it never will. Yeah, he said. He says like, you know, my hero is John Cusack, and say anything. I swear. Yeah. I'll give you. I'll give you a pen. <laughs> I'll give you a pen. <laughs> that movie's really fucked up. When you think about it. <laughs> you know, like this whole angle with the dad embezzling oh, yeah. money from old dying people. Yeah. And then. Cameron he turns out to be the bad guy. It's Cameron Crowe. It's a good movie. But really, what I think it did was it it flipped this girl's world around. Yeah. Ioni Sky, she doesn't know what's going on anymore. Kickboxing. Sort you of know, the she's just like, this man, my father, who is my everything. Yeah. My my father figure, my mentor. <laughs> yeah. He's a fraud. And he's a fucking fraud. Yeah. 
Now I'm gonna go out with this kickboxer. Yeah, sport of the Funny future. Funny thing is, it wasn't the sport of the future. It wasn't. MMA, it kind of was. MMA came around a few yeah, years Yeah, but later. at that time, John Cusack, he wouldn't last two seconds. No. In the cage. No, I've, se- I've seen um, fucking Con Air. No, he wouldn't last very long. Yeah, you know what's funny about that movie? Because I watched it the other day. <laughs> you know He's wearing spe- fucking Birkenstocks the whole time. That's fucked up. The other ironic part is that anytime I can say a Con Air reference, I know I have a very decent shot that you will say. You know what the weird thing about the movie is? I mean, I just watched it the other day. Like, that is probably always a recent fact. I started to have a lot of luck meeting awesome guys and girls who would show me awesome activities and locations in different parts of L.A., I still try to go slacklining every weekend in Santa Monica because of someone I met through Reddit. Anyway, I had so much success that I started offering to show other people around. I invited someone on a friend date in my area, and we talked for hours about everything under the sun. We decided to hit up some karaoke, and where better to do that than down the street of my regular pool hall? We got smashed! (laughs) I did my usual rendition of Dick in a Box. If you're going to go out... Yeah karaoke with someone mm-hmm. you don't know yeah you have to be prepared that they might have a shitty ass voice mm, what's your a, jam what's your karaoke ooh, i got jam? a few jams i got a couple i got a couple man um but i'm really big into the b52s i do the rock lobster i do it i do a, a shred of mean rock lobster i hate that song because oh, you're not intelligent i just hate the shit at like the end that's the like, best part of karaoke just so like you know the pantomiming like oh, that's the best part dude Oh, you How no came idea. a shark? No, there, there was Here a came a, a bikini whale. First of all, fucking dumb man. Yeah, I didn't say it's, I didn't say it was fucking Shakespeare. I said it's a fun song to karaoke. I'm all about the Neil Diamonds. <laughs> Wait, do you like Crackling Rose or do you do like a Forever in Blue Jeans? That's a good one. Yeah, it is. It's kind of like a slow. How about like a solitary man? You ever yeah. break that one out? That'd be you a good one. You could do, you know, America. Yeah, Ooh, starts off kind of. <laughs> it's just like builds yeah. up and it's just like. <clears throat> My my kind of shredder jam like that is a uh, Dead or Alive by Bon Jovi. It's a good one. I, uh, I kicked that one. We used dick, to cover that. That's because of my karaoke jam that we covered. That we used to fucking lick those, lick those, <laughs> shred those sweet licks. We did shred those. We used to lick those sweet shreds. <laughs> we used to lick those sweet licks. Yeah, no, we we uh we did a pretty fucking uh, shredder cover of that song. But I recall you wanting to cover it after watching me do a karaoke jam of it at some point. Is that what it was? We played some pool and then started to walk home. A few houses down, there's an apartment building with a fire escape that leads to the roof. I got excited and suggested we climb it. There was a wall around the backyard area, probably to keep out trespassers from climbing that fire escape, and I climbed over the wall with ease, even in high heels. My new friend, well, he was built like the stereotypical Redditor, and could not hoist himself up and over the wall. In my drunk logic, I got down on my hands and knees and told him to use me as a step. He refused. I started to shout, step on me. <laughs> Two diametrically opposed images jump into my head when I think of a, some, like a, when, she, when she says something about he looked like he was on Reddit. Either A, he looks like Ichabod Crane's stunt double. Yes. Or B, like Kevin Smith would look at him and go, dude, that guy's fat. Kevin Smith and Die Hard 4. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that, exactly. Yeah, it's exactly. That's yeah. the kind of guy. That's that's who I imagine those exactly. two. Exactly. When Carrie is telling her story yeah. about the dude, it's like, he didn't want to step up on her. Yeah, because he didn't want to show how light he is or because he didn't want to crush her spine. I'm leaning towards a big fat dude. 
<laughs> yeah, cause he could be like, you know. Yeah, but then she probably wouldn't have gotten down on all fours if this guy was pushing like 350. Unless, of course, she thinks he's stronger than she is. Suddenly, he pulled me to my feet and said, I'm not going to step on you because I like you. And then he kissed me. And I heard Luke Skywalker's voice echo through my head, No! And I wished for an air shaft to jump into. My wish was granted when I stumbled in my heels and fell into a street gutter. He tried to help me out, but I laid on the ground and told him to leave me there. After much resistance, I agreed to get up and stumbled the rest of the way home. The next day, he called to see if I wanted to get together again. I reminded him that I thought I was clear about only looking for friends, and he had trampled all over that boundary. He said he knew I was just looking for friends, but he thought we connected on a deeper level as the night went on, and he knew that I felt it too. I told him no, and in the future, he shouldn't assume he knows someone's feelings better than they do. There was no second friend date. It's fun that... You know, Carrie doesn't have a podcast. She's just no. I like that. Yeah, she's she, she just sent a story. She just wanted to share. She just sent us a story. I, that's I like that. That's even more. You know, it's almost even more fun than another podcaster. But just having just just a a civilian out in the world send us a story. It's great. You know, I just got an idea. Uh oh, Steve. Uh oh. Maybe we could pull a Chuck Woolery. Ooh, Jesse. Fuck you, Jesse. Fuck you, Jesse. Carrie. I, I don't want to do that to the poor You're girl. They're both L.A. bound. I don't want to do that. Yeah. And he knows his trivia. <laughs> he does. Karaoke. But he wouldn't be good at karaoke. Can you become Asian? <laughs> and you would be perfect for my friend Jesse. Or just pretend. But that, but I torture that poor girl. I don't want to do true. that to her. She's just nice. She seems very nice. She didn't do anything else. All right. Never kind mind. of sick Jesse on her. Never mind. Fuck you, Jesse. Anybody that wants to go out with Carrie, send us an email. <laughs> we'll take the reins. We're like the screeners. Podcast at talkblock.com. And I will make sure we're going to make this happen. I'm going to be like a millionaire matchmaker. I like it. I like it. I'm good like that. You are good. Thanks, guys. Thank you. See you next time. Bye.